Go ahead, Chris. I'll save James's favorite story for, for the end. <laughs> so what's everybody drinking tonight? Brent, let's go. Let's start with you. Yep. I have a Gerard Bertrand Languedoc Syrah and Ilya Boku de Fonce sur la beauté. Okay. Chris? <laughs> I'm very sadly uh, drinking the last of this old charter French oak. Oh, sadly because it's the last or sadly because it's not very good? Oh, it's delicious. Um, and I'm sad to see it go. But yeah, I do have a bottle of Weller uh, as soon as I finish this glass. So Better to drink it than waste it. <laughs> so I am drinking a uh, Hopside IPA that has a nice little man on a motorcycle with a sidecar on it. And uh, so, uh, Keys, what are you drinking? Well, um, uh, tonight I am uh, drinking wine. Uh, I have a, a, a Liston Negro, and uh, that's a, a grape that is uh, only uh, grown on uh, Lanzarote. Uh, the island where I went to last week for my uh, my training camp, and I brought a few bottles of wine uh, back to uh, have uh, some enjoyment of the training camp the week afterwards. So I'm drinking a delicious red wine from El Grifo, the, the vineyard on Lanzarote. And how was your trip? My trip was very, very good. It is so nice to have a break from winter and uh, to uh, uh, get on a plane and, and get out uh, with a fully sun, uh, 22 degrees centigrade, and ride the bike in shorts. That's just lovely. So, uh, so I did that for, uh, for a week. I rented a bike there. Uh, the, the bikes you can rent there are, are even better than my own road bike. Uh, Lanzarote is uh, famous for its uh, Ironman uh, uh, race every year in May. So there are a lot of uh, people uh, riding the bike there. So it's uh, lovely conditions to, uh, to have a training camp. So uh, I did a few rides there uh, up and off the hills. Uh, it was quite hard, uh, but it was uh, very, very good. Simply lovely. Max Verstappen would say. Good stuff. Okay, so back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, so heard winter racing this week. Um, so this week we have London Loop. Uh, Brent, Chris, did you guys do race one? I did. I, I raced race there? one, but I had a dropout. <laughs> uh, I was wondering. I was wondering where you went. Yep. They were like a uh, two-minute dropout. <laughs> that's uh, that, that's more than fair not to finish. I think. Yep. Uh, yeah, but I I started and completed race number one. So, yeah, I mean, this is one we've done before. It's mm -hmm. the long lead in and then the first sort at that ramp, our first big sort. And then, yeah, just a, a little bit of wandering around London until uh, until Box Hill. I, I, normally, there's not a lot of a lot that happens in between those two, maybe a little bit at the uh, at the bridge. But uh yeah, and then things get interesting on the hill and pretty much sort by category most races I've been in at that point. 
Yeah, and that stayed pretty close to that script for race number one, too. The numbers were down slightly. Usually race one, we were drawn like close to 100 pretty consistently. And today, again, it was about 75 uh, that took the start. Okay. Um, so numbers were down a little bit. So maybe where there might have been a few micro splits, we didn't have that because there were we just didn't have it as many as many writers. But overall, it's it's stuck to the script. Um, you know, for me, so just a generic mid packer, just find the the fastest wheel that's better than me that I can stick with, and crest the hill together. Um, yeah, and played out pretty well. So. You had a good time. Seven, seven, ten, seven, eleven on box. Uh, yeah, you say so. I wasn't paying attention to the sidebar, but <laughs> it was a PB on Strava. I know how to check that on Strava. <laughs> <laughs> it, gives you the, it gives you little trophies, so that's easy to check. Um, yeah, it was like a fifteen-second beat for me. Uh, nice, just in like a group of three or four. So there was probably more speed there if I was in a bigger group, but. Um, yeah, it was a pretty decent race. I did ride up Box Hill, so I saw all the times. I think the fastest uh, the fastest times on Box were low sixes, like 6.09, 6.10. And it looked like I flipped through to watch the end as I was cruising around. And and it kind of looked like it was mostly like threes and fours coming into the finishes. Didn't look like there was like a big bunch group coming into the finish. It was just like three or four at a time. So, So get ready for that. There's your targets. <laughs> and there was a yeah, little so, attack on Northumberland, not too aggressive. That first little hill that you do, oh, the first yeah, center yeah. for like 300 meters. Yeah. There's a little push, but nothing crazy. So yeah. uh, this like, was yeah. the uh, site uh, last year on uh, on HBR of uh, my, uh, my epic wave at the finish at uh, Clay Jackson when I... Uh, <laughs> When I passed him at the line, I don't know this story. Tell us this. Uh, so, uh, I mean, so Clay and I—I I, I think we were the the front two of the Bs. The the there was a pretty the uh, the A group got it got away from us once we started the hill, and then uh, so we we kind of stuck together. We had a couple of guys uh, end up with us for a little bit, and then we. Uh, we we dropped them somewhere i can't remember where I, I, but uh i think at the escalator but anyway the uh, the two of us end up uh at a on a sprint to the line and uh you know i i'm leaning forward all out sprint um and, and get by them and just the the most convenient thing possible a drip of sweat hits the wave button just as i'm passing them <laughs> So I'm the, the uh, avatar is waving as I cross the line. It was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like yeah. you got Armstrong's the look, and now you got uh, Martin's the wave. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I really need to rig up a button. Yeah. Uh, I need to rig up a button for that uh, that shortcut and put it on yeah. my bars so I can do that consistently. But anyway. Oh, it, it was pretty funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was. Uh... What a cool story. Thanks for sharing that. That's amazing. <laughs> so good. 
only other tip is if you've never done London Loop or Box Hill, remember that after you crest the KOM and go through the banner, there is one more 450 meter, like 10% pincher that you're going to have to hit. So don't forget that. Yeah. Light choice. And drive up that to stay with a group. Be with a be with a group over the top. Don't like, just absolutely sell out if you have to to stay on a wheel because uh, you'll get dropped by a lot on the downhill. So counterpoint to this, uh, I was in a group of like four or five yep. as we crossed the KOM banner. One of those riders made a dig to get up that second kicker by himself. And I was wheel two and I hung back to say, okay, if we can get let you get a little gap, that way we can all super tuck together and just shoot right by you and drop you. But he was smart enough to kind of dial back his efforts and stick with us as we got to the crest of that. But yep. if you're not paying attention and you hit the, the front of that ahead of a group that can just super tuck by you, you can just lose positions. With yeah, you. and you can you can even uh, not be able to pick up the group as they go by you. I've mm-hmm. had that happen to me too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like if we can just let him go solo, burn a match, and then pass him without even pedaling, like what a what a soul crusher that would be. But he he played it pretty well. <laughs> yeah. So uh, bike recommendation. Um, I've got to say Tron. Uh, Tron. It's, uh, I, I don't think there's I don't think there's too much of an argument for anything else. Too much downhill, too much flat. Yeah, too little for climbing. I would choose Tron as well. Yeah, I mean, if you're sure you're the best climber in the race, maybe you could you could go with the uh, the Venge with disc, and uh, but that that would be you'd have to be pretty confident. What are we doing? What would we say for people who haven't earned the Tron yet? What would your next choice be, Craig? Probably the Aeroad with the DT Swiss wheels. Yep, a nice, uh, a nice all-rounder. I, I think, uh, and I guess you could go with the 808 wheels, but uh, I think the DT Swiss are almost as flat, almost as fast in the flat and better climbing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Surveilla S5, if you have it, is fine too. The 2020. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Which oh one. yeah. Sorry, but uh, when you'd have, I that guess one. that that's far enough. An, up in levels i think most people would have the tron first yeah i probably yeah. right normally speaking yes congratulations yeah. to tj Ofringa for getting his tron bike this week oh good for tj <laughs> that's horrible now he's going to be that extra quarter second faster on me that's exactly what i was just going to say <laughs> You have been racing him and Mark in the bullseyes this week. Let me tell you how fun that is. Oh, I know. I, I know how fun that is. Okay. So, uh, Craig, what's coming up this week? So coming up this week is, uh, so, uh, herd winter racing. We just talked about is London loop, um, herd of mountain goats will be climbers gambit uh, so which is as of yesterday now a route you can just ride as opposed to an event only uh so then uh, leading into the stampede individual time trial stampede have- is 32.2 kilometers on the rgv course so custom distance again so it doesn't end at the lap 32.2 kilometers will take you 
all the way around and then back through the flat bits to about the windmills again. So you won't go back up the aqueduct a second time. No, no. So yeah, 20 miles of RGV. Wow. Uh, well, I mean, that's classic time trial, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so then we have Bullseye on Wednesday, four laps of Classique. So back to London again. Actually, that's a that's a good one for uh, for Bullseye. It's a little bit longer, but uh, that's that's an interesting one. You can try and attack on that little hill up, but usually you just sprint. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a sprint, but there's a little bit more rest in between the sprints, just to be a little bit different than you know, twelve laps of Downtown Dolphin. Okay, so I'm missing two race series here. So this weekend in the women's time trial series, we have Duchy Estates. So this is also 16.1 kilometers or 10 miles. And I think that's about four and a half laps on Duchy Estate. So that's going to be an interesting time trial. And the herd... Shiri's on Tuesday will be one lap of figure eight. And this is the first of the points races for this season. So that's uh, fastest time, fastest time points through each one of the sprints and KOM. So on figure eight, that's the hilly KOM, hilly reverse, and the sprint in each direction. Honestly, figure eight is almost the perfect um, course for that points format. Yeah, that's a really good circuit. For yeah, so that's uh, 50 points uh, with one point each all the way through the uh, for the first 50 places for each one of those uh, sprints and KOMs. And then that should be 100 points at the finish with two points per place but that should be and we'll have we'll have to make sure so check the uh, check the facebook post okay so that's what's coming up this week what do you guys think about those courses any anything jump out at you on what you want to do there climbers gambit is fun i don't know how much fun it'd be as a time trial race but I think that's a good one. Yeah. So uh, what jumps out at me for uh, for next week is next Thursday. <laughs> so the uh, oh. the team time trial next. <laughs> yeah, the team time trial next week is the uh, the, the uh, Bologna again. So Bologna double. Yeah, Bologna two laps. Up and down, up and down. Um, anyway, so uh, last year I did that with the. Uh, with the kookaburras and uh, we had a great time. I, I actually thought that was uh, one of the best TTTs I've done. I've ever done. So don't be, don't be too afraid of the hill. Um, you've got to stay together up the hill. So you, you climb hard and then uh, it's down the hill. And then it's, it's a really flat kind of typical team time trial for the other, uh, the other 12 kilometers each lap. So yeah. 
Yeah, except when it's not. <laughs> except when yeah, you're it's it's the, flat. Except when it's not. Percent yeah. grade. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That, that's good for uh, team morale, mutual suffering, et cetera, et cetera. So I've signed up for it. Yeah, yeah, I signed up this week too. Good. Yeah, poor Brian Sultana didn't have a good time when we did it, though. I I do have to say that that was the week his. Uh, he was pedaling backwards to uh, stay warmed up in the pen and his pedal fell off. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it's an excellent chance to get that hundred KPH badge for anybody who doesn't have it. So something to keep in mind. It very much is. And I think, I think uh, this race where you're in the, you're in the team, you're going to try to, you're going to cross the top together and draft on the way down. I, I think this is, yeah, this is where to get it. Yeah, get that get the badge do the team time trial sign up what's up next okay so i'm just gonna give a, a a zwift racing league update i've been busy i haven't looked at the teams yet i'm doing it this weekend guys everybody relax we're not forgetting it, it the, the the sign up didn't get forgotten it didn't get lost i'm gonna look at it but i can't tell anybody anything about teams yet because i haven't even opened the file Claire has, but she's a keener. If you're in the EMEAB group anyway, I know Mark posted a, a survey about what your preferred race times are as well. So he'll use that to sort yeah. out teams a bit. And there isn't an, there is another EMEA time that's been added. Five. Yes. So, so well, and on my sign up, I, I didn't attempt to sort all the emea times because nope. it, there's so many and it just turns into a big schmozzle so we'll figure it out with the uh the kind of category lead captains as as we go from there yep. um yeah that's that's that so uh we did have a uh, a good idea for a themed around the horn here um and uh you know, rather kind of how we started in Zwift, Zwift Racing, the Herd, the Herd Racing League, kind of whatever the start was. So I, I don't know if anybody has uh, something they want to start with or, uh, or or whether you want me to jump in. Well, I, um, I was um, looking at back the other day uh, in the Herd uh, Racing League and um, to the, the message uh, where uh, new uh, members were announced, Craig. And uh, I saw uh, at, uh, at the time I was uh, announced as a new member of the Hurt Racing League, you were announced too. So we entered the Hurt Racing League together at the same time, uh, April 9th. No, and, uh, actually. So that wasn't me, that was the other Craig Martin. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was uh, another Craig Martin Martin's. that joined the Herd Racing League. Uh, okay. Uh, this was this was only it was only a couple of weeks after I joined, but uh, okay. uh, I joined yeah. a couple of weeks before that, and uh, yeah, yeah, nope. there was another okay. Craig Martin who's also Canadian. Um, so Jake Lady isn't the only one with a double. Yeah. So uh, it was. Uh, yeah, it was kind of funny, and. Uh, uh. I finally passed him in ranking points a while back. I haven't checked whether I'm still up because I've dropped down. But uh, yeah, when I, when I managed to go from second place to first place in 
you know, Zwift, Zwifters na named uh, Craig Martin, who are from Canada. I, I, that was uh, that was an achievement for me. Filters are great. <laughs> well, that's a, 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 I entered the racing uh, um, around that time in uh, in, in March, April uh, two thousand and twenty. Uh, I started uh, swifting uh, about half a year before that, and uh, at first I, I did some um, uh, some training, and uh, after a while I uh, joined some uh, group rides, and uh, and uh, well I entered uh, a group rides uh, from the herd, uh, but um, being a, a racer myself in my younger years uh, on the bike. Um, uh, the blood uh, stays thicker than water, and uh, I, I jumped into uh, to a race, and uh, my first race in uh, D category, uh, I became fifth in my first race. So that uh, was where it all began, um, and 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 drove me to uh, to what I'm doing now, and uh, racing and racing and uh, only group riding in uh, as a meaning of training. So that's the way uh, I started swifting, and uh, still enjoying it now and even doing a training camp to become better at racing. That's great. Yeah, I've been, I've been racing uh, since I was uh, 16 years old. Um, a few years uh, until my uh, 22nd uh, years. And uh, after that, I, uh, I paused for, uh, for about 10, 15 years. And when I got 35, uh, I was uh, 110 kilograms. So I needed to do uh, something about my weight and something about my health. And I uh, started uh, racing the bike uh, again. And uh, I did that on the, on the road uh, until uh, 2014. And, uh, and then I, um, uh, I, I found myself back in the peloton, uh, not uh, riding any prizes. Uh, so I, I stopped racing and uh, eventually stopped uh, cycling again. And I must say that uh, Swift uh, brought me back to, uh, to cycling again, gaining weight. Uh, I, I really have a, a, a kind of a weight problem. If I don't do much enough, I don't eat well enough, and then I uh, gain weight. So I had to, um, uh, to correct myself again. And, uh, and I used uh, Swift for that and, uh, and cycling on the road uh, in combination, of course. And, um, and it brought me uh, back to uh, a normal weight, which I uh, lo lost again uh, this year during, uh, or, uh, because of some uh, circumstances. So uh, now I'm uh, doing more endurance uh, and hoping uh, with a, a better diet to lose some kilos again. So that was, in a, in a short uh, nutshell, my uh, history of, uh, of racing. Yeah, and I think, um, so I guess I'll jump in a little bit because as you said, Keys, we we started in herd racing right around the same time in, uh, so I, I was, I started in March of 2020. Um, so I, I and uh, it's March, April. And uh, yeah, so I'd been on Zwift for well so i'd been on zwift i think for well i'd been in on zwift in the winter of 1819 and i'd had a smart trainer before that but hadn't used zwift in 
in 1718. Um, so I, I tried a few other apps and I, I had fun. I was kind of resisting Zwift because Zwift was the, the one everybody said I should do. So just to be nonconformist, I, I tried other things first. Um, then when I finally jumped on Zwift, it, it was a, I was mostly just doing workouts. Um, tried a couple races in 2019, was kind of not a very good D. Um, and then, uh, so I guess that's right around where I, uh, and then, so summer of 19 is that is actually where I, uh, I took up BMX with my kids. And, uh, so when I got back on Zwift, I, I'd been biking hard instead of just commuting, which is really all I'd been doing before that. Um, did a couple races, got a second and then a first in some D races and, uh, then went up to see, found the herd again. So I done a, in 2019 in March, I'd done a, uh, Monday morning coffee with Corey, the, the M2C2 ride. And, uh, I really liked the herd, but that was kind of shortly before I turned off Zwift for the, for the summer, uh, because I was just using Zwift for a couple months in the winter at that point. And then, uh, yeah, so I found the herd again, found herd racing. And, uh, so I pretty much started herd racing, um, first week of April or I started the herd rate, the herd, uh, yeah, the, the herd race series that, uh, that first week of April. And, uh, so that was the first week of herd summer racing league week one or series one and did that. I was right at the back of C for most of the first one and, and went through there. So yeah, that's the, that's how I started. And the keys, I think we were not too far from each other towards the back of C in that first series. Yeah, well, in that uh, first series, uh, we we only uh, competed each other in the second uh, AHRL series. Uh, because oh, was it became, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the first series as a D cat, and okay. uh, the first race I was fifth, and that uh, uh, made me uh, uh, come come back for more. And uh, uh, but I, I I could race that series uh, until the last uh, race, which I won. It was uh, the, the race up the Alp. And then uh, I was uh, promoted to CCAT immediately. Brent, Chris, who's next? Go ahead, Chris. I'll save James's favorite story for, for the end. <laughs> good, good point. Um, yeah, I didn't start. I feel like I was pretty, pretty late to the Zwifting party. Um, I didn't start until like March 2020 when the whole lockdown thing here happened. I think I got the last smart trainer here in the continental U.S. Um, and just kind of started by doing some group rides. The herd rides were everywhere, which is why I just ended up doing a bunch of those. Um, the banter seemed friendly. I joined the Facebook group. From there, found the herd racing league group and started seeing all these posts about herds of hyenas and road runners and cheetahs and all this stuff. And that was when you had to go through 17 different hoops to join the team time trial. But I still figured out how to do it um, because that's what I was looking for. Like. I'm from a, a competitive sports background. I paid collegiate athletics. Um, group rides are great, but you want to be able to push yourself, right? 
so the racing league is really what I was looking for. Um, especially as we got into like a team format with the TTTs and the, the summer racing league was just like, I love that, especially in C's. We had a really good group, really competitive, um, just really something to, to really push yourself. Um, so I didn't know that that herd racing is what I wanted, but when I came to Zwift, I, it was there. I just had to take some digging to find it. Um, so TTT was my first exposure into racing with the herd. And that was, Steve was my captain, Steve Pritchard. Thank you, Steve, for putting up with all my questions and um, managing to tow us around. I think it was London. And despite Steve's captainship, I came back for more um, and kept, kept doing that. Um, ended up captaining the Sharks for a little bit um, and leading that team around until now they're in espresso. So there's no way to keep up with those guys now, but um, yeah, I mean, that's a really long winded answer to how I got started in herd racing league, but I'm here. Condolences. So I got to say the, uh, you bring up a good point on the, on the team time trial teams. Um, so shortly after I started, I, I, I did, team time trial as well. Um, so I was with the platypus before when, back when there was only one zone one team. Um, and, uh, then I was in the koalas for quite a while, got dropped by the koalas. Um, it, yeah, it, but I learned a lot from riding with those guys and actually just as much from doing the cool, doing Brian's, super long cooldowns after the team time trial often got into 60, 70, 80 kilometers. And uh, cause you can't end on anything. That's not an even five kilometers. If you miss it, you have to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, that improved my riding a lot, uh, riding with the team, but Brent, you're up. So I, uh, I come to Zwift from, from triathlon. That's probably a good number of people. Um, so I did my first triathlon in 2011. It was the local sprint triathlon. My brother, who was a lifeguard and was a competitive college swimmer, it's like, hey, Brent, let's do this triathlon. So I um, was like, okay, I can do a triathlon, I suppose. I trained by getting my mountain bike, which weighed approximately 400 pounds and riding it for 20 kilometers. I could do that. I went for a five kilometer jog. I could handle that. And I swam up and down the pool, 500 meters. So I figured I was fine. So I showed up on race day in my floral Bermuda shorts, my blue and orange flowery shorts. Um, and they made me put on a swim cap for the first time in, since I was like 12 years old. And I jumped in the lake and the whistle went off and quickly they all swam away from me. <laughs> and I eventually got out of the water and chugged it over to my bike. I went riding around on my mountain bike and I'm out pedaling as hard as I can on my sport check special mountain bike. And some dude who weighs like, no offense to people who go fast, but or different sizes. This dude weighed like 300 pounds and he passed me like I was standing still on his tri bike as I was pedaling so hard on my mountain bike to go faster. In any event, I eventually, oh, oh, I'm in transition. And of course, again, newbie to triathlon, I just like had like a athletic fit shirt, whatever, 
hanging over my handlebars of my bike. So I get out of the water. I'm all wet trying to put on my shirt. I've got like one arm stuck in my shirt. I'm trying to put on my number belt. My number gets flung off because I don't know what I'm doing. I had to like pin it back on. I'm in transition. It's a total disaster. I come back into transition, getting off my bike and uh, I'm going to get onto the run. And I'm sitting there and somebody says, did you see that dummy in the middle of the lake in the blue and orange shorts? He was so far off course. I thought he was going to drown. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> so that was um, my first triathlon, which, you know, I didn't, I finished it, survived, and then decided that this was something that I actually found mostly fun. So that's how I got, I decided the next time I did it, I was actually going to train properly Ooh. and got into imagine indoor, indoor <laughs> bike training and stuff like that. We had a, a compu trainer studio here in town. So that was where we started doing some indoor bike training. Because of course, in Canada in the winter, that's like the only really feasible way to do bike training, honestly. Um, so I got into doing some of that stuff, learning all about FTP and, and intervals and all that other stuff. And then in 2014, I got a kicker. I still have an OG 2014 kicker that I use. So, um, Wahoo, if you're looking to sponsor someone who's doing a podcast, you can hit me up right now. And then I, uh, I actually tried Zwift, I think back in like 2016 and I found it tremendously boring. Because back then there was no group rides, no races. It was just the map. And all you could do is kind of like ride around the map with a bunch of other people riding around the map. So I didn't actually ever get a subscription. I just did like the trial and then let her all lapse. But then like so many other people, once the pandemic hit, what actually got canceled is we had an indoor racing league on CompuTrainer. So we had done for since 2011. But of course, in pandemic, none of us could do that. So I was looking to get my racing hit in, in 2020 found Zwift racing. And, uh, I did my first herd race in actually June of 2020 true to form. It was a stampede time trial and, um, started as a C and then I actually podiumed, uh, like eight of my first 11 C races. <laughs> so I was quickly a B. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, got, I think I actually have only done my first team time trial last week. I think that's my first ZRL team time trial was last week, but I got into the Zwift racing league in October of 2020 with the herd of blazing bidets, been racing with the bidets ever since. And, um, and yeah, here we are. Yeah. All good fun. I think, uh, I raced with you guys in the bidets at least one week in season one. Yeah. We were kind of like the time trials the scrap team off the back like we only i think got four or five races in even because we were just like the overflow from other teams so well and i think uh, i made five is why i i, I raced that one because mm -hmm. i my main team was the powerful ponies uh in the in the uh, america's west anyway i think that wraps it up and we got to get ready to do go do the race broadcast so sure thing any last words <laughs> no Okay. Yep. Well, thanks, everybody. Good night. Thanks. Thank good you. Night. Bye, everybody.